Photo Shelter presents Vision Slightly Blurred. I'm Alan Murabayashi. And I'm Sarah Jacobs. Sarah, you know, every week we record ourselves using these uh, DSLRs, and it dawned on me while I was brushing my teeth, should I be wearing makeup for these podcasts? I feel like, you know, maybe you're putting on some, yeah. some makeup, mm-hmm, and, and, and we're filming in HD, and maybe I'm getting a little self-conscious. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been on a number of photo shoots where the guys are having, you know, they got, little, they got little some powder, makeup on. Little pancake. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we might have to hire someone to come in and, and do that for us. I know a few, so we can bring them <laughs> in, makeup artists. <laughs> uh, there's an old Lady Gaga song called Papa Paparazzi. <laughs> We're talking about paparazzi today. Yeah. You, you, you just told me a funny thing off camera about that song. Uh, I, <laughs> when that f- song first came out, I, for some reason thought it was about a man named Razi and she called him Papa and it was like her Papa. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why I thought that, <laughs> but yeah. So you, you had this uh, idea to do a show on paparazzi, but you started, I mean, the premise for you bringing a paparazzi was actually different than what I thought it would be. Yes. So uh, a staff writer at The New Yorker by the name of Naomi Fry, she tweeted out this summer asking, what are the most memorable pictures of celebrities that you can think of? Um, and she said, and she said, this can be a paparazzi shot. It can be like a stage photograph, whatever. The, the tweet got over 1500 replies and I just had so much fun scrolling through them. Um, because it is really interesting to see what type of imagery sticks in people's mind and what people remember. And a majority of the photographs are paparazzi photos of celebrities. And I was just like, wait, what? You know how much money and time and talent is spent on creating every single magazine cover (laughs) and no one remembers it or cares? What people care about is like Nicolas Cage eating a salad. You know, I was looking at that Twitter thread Mm -hmm. and I was was looking at these photos of celebrities that, that we all know and I was I was wondering whether people were trying to be contrarian about it because they weren't the best known photos, nor in a lot of cases did I think they were even necessarily representative of the celebrity. Mm-hmm. So it made me question a little bit. I, I do think that celebrity paparazzi photos have a real place in American culture. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I think of, you know, old photos of John F. Kennedy Jr. back in the day that are still kind of seared into my brain as mm. being as representative of his public life as any of the, you know, editorial shoots that he was a part of. Mm-hmm. I think of um, Sad Keanu as being this uh, <laughs> a memed paparazzi photo uh, that was taken of him eating a sandwich on a park bench. Oh um, so there are definitely photos that I think are representative I wonder if it's because people think those are more authentic moments. I think that's part of it. And then I also, you got to remember this was on Twitter. And everything about Twitter is like, you got to be mean. Like, in order to get any traction, you kind of got to be an asshole on Twitter. So, <laughs> so it's all a bunch of BS. Exactly. Well, and I think, I think these photos actually, I would argue with you, I think that they are most most of them that floated to the top and that got the most likes they were really popular and they made the rounds on twitter like crazy um when they first came out um 
particularly I'm thinking of Kristen Dunst and Jake Gyllenhaal where she's eating a sa- I feel like I'm always talking about women eating salad on this show. Um, okay. Anyway, she's eating like a, a leaf of salad with her hands and she just looks, she looks mad. She looks confused. It's an amazing shot. And like, it sticks in people's mind because it, it is authentic. I think it kind of, it goes back to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Unguarded moments. Yeah. We can't talk about paparazzi without talking about the godfather of American paparazzi, Ron Galella. Who, boy, what a character this guy was. Yes. Um, Probably most famous, well, most famous for taking photos of Jackie Onassis, Kennedy, Mm -hmm. but probably equally, if not more famous for having his jaw like broken by Marlon Brando. Um, And then the next time he sort of followed Brando around, he wore a a football helmet. (laughs) So this (laughs) this guy was... Was crazy, but you know he he was he was a paparazzi. Some people say he's the only paparazzi that that any would actually know the name of, which I I might have to agree with mm. to a certain extent. There's probably TMZ paparazzi, but that you know I don't really consider them to be yeah in the old school vein of paparazzi. Right, right, right. Um, but Galella people knew, and he would confront all types of people. He was very much in your face. Uh, he has photos of Sean Penn. Sean, I think Sean Penn punched him as well. I mean, this is a guy that people really wanted to punch. Well, uh, he has a great uh, profile written up on, uh, with The Face, written by Trey Taylor. And, I mean, he got... I feel like he got his training to be able to be punched in the face. I mean, this guy was in the Korean War. Like, he went... Did he fight in the Korean War? No, but that's where he learned how to document. And he photographed the Air Force during that war. So like that's pretty badass. So he's like a he's a legit OG. Um, yeah, a lot of people have commented that his relationship with Jackie Onassis was this weird dysfunctional codependent relationship where mm. she would say no photos, but then it would be like take a photo. And some of the most famous photo paparazzi photos of Onassis are taken by Ron Galella. And they had this very, very strange relationship, very strange, like New York style relationship um, where I like hate you, but I also see um, what you're bringing to me uh, in terms of publicity and PR. And I guess that's the weird tension about paparazzi even today Mm -hmm. where celebrities know that it it is a a part of PR culture Mm -hmm. that you need people taking photos of you all the time. To stay sort of relevant. Yeah, to stay relevant. Yeah, that's that's a good point. If the paparazzi isn't trying to capture you, like, are you relevant? I don't know. There's a lot of B-listers and C-listers <laughs> that even, you know, yeah, they true. try to stay relevant. Yeah, no, that's very true. Um, I, I feel there was another photographer that's sort of an OG. Ta- I'm going to butcher his name, but it's uh, Tazio Secchiarelli. Have you heard about him? Nope. He, he was one of the first greats. Um, and he became really famous in and around the late 50s. He photographed the king of Egypt um, while he was out at a cafe with two women that were not his wife. Mm. Yep. And uh, he, the king confronted um, the photographer and punched him. Punched him. Broke, <laughs> his, broke his camera. <laughs> and another paparazzi that was there captured that moment. Um, on camera so it was all documented by the paparazzi like bad behavior and then there was a whole movie made about this guy 
And that's when uh, Sophia Loren was like, hey, I want to hire you as my personal photographer. So this relationship that you speak of, of the celebrities with the paparazzi, yeah, it's like, it's this like love-hate relationship. Well, and by most accounts, that relationship has evolved such that a lot of the celebrities, either through their PR agencies or whatnot, are in cahoots with photographers, Mm. right? Where they'll either say, okay, you can take a photo now, but then you leave me alone. So that's, that's one type of relationship. There's another type of relationship where it's literally like, okay, we're going to do staged photo shoot. Uh, There might be some exchange of money. um, And then you'll publish the photos. And I see this a lot with um, B listers and C listers. Mm -hmm. So like Miami beach, uh, C lister in a bikini. And it's because, the paparazzi made a deal to photograph this person on the beach or whatnot. Uh, but some of the biggest celebrities have been getting into trouble because of staging photos and whatnot. Kylie Jenner was recently accused of staging paparazzi photos because photos that were taken of her um, in a bikini on a boat where the photographer was clearly on the boat with her. <laughs> And not, I'm not talking about like a cruise ship. I'm talking about like a private yacht. And people, you know, people are justifiably saying, okay, there's authentic and then there's staged. Then this feels staged. That's so funny. Wait, so it's clear that he's like on the boat? He is definitely, I mean, you can see he's obviously like sitting on the deck and you can see kind of the out of focus railing of the, the boat. And then Kylie's there posing. And there's one, there, there's some poses that are a little more, um, that seem a little more uh, authentic and, okay. you know, like telephoto lens style. Yeah. But there's clearly, I mean, she's clearly posing in a way to seem authentic. Yeah. If it's you're going to stage, if you're going to stage uh, paparazzi, like have them be on a separate yacht. They can afford that, I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> like get him his own thing. That reminds me of, have you seen Spice World, the movie? I got to say, I didn't, I got to say, I didn't see it. <laughs> And you really, you really missing out. There's a key character where it's the paparazzi. Yeah. He's throughout the movie trying to capture the Spice Girls. He he works for like the local newspaper, and anyway, he's one of the best characters in the film, aside from all the ladies, of course. But anyway, I you know I don't I don't really understand. In the case of the Jenners, Kylie Jenner, you know, phenomenally wealthy. I think they're saying that she's like a billionaire already because of yeah. of the clothing and all this kind of stuff. And makeup and makeup, right? Yeah. Why Why even pretend that it's a paparazzi? Why not just have a photographer that you hire full-time and maybe it's like a year contract, but where access isn't a problem and then you can review all the photos. Yeah, no, and totally. And maybe you even, maybe it's a work for hire. I mean, not that I'm advocating work for hire f- for photographers, but I'm saying if he's an employee or she's an employee, just own the photos and release what you want rather than being dependent on photographers. Yeah, it is a weird PR strategy to release the photos under the guise of like, I was caught off guard. That is really odd to me. And this kind of goes into the next thing. If she, if they were work for hire or they were full time with her, there'd be no problem of her posting the photos on her own personal Instagram. Well, this certainly is the result of the social media age because it didn't happen before mm. <laughs> Instagram, essentially, where celebrities had their own direct voice. Um, so Instagram and Twitter have unleashed that. Uh, to the world. But the result is photographer, uh, uh, celebrities who don't understand copyright law assume that because the photo is of them, that they have the right to publish that on their Instagram accounts. Right. And in a lot of cases, these uh, celebrities have millions of 
followers. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, they're pimping product. Right. Which is commercial usage. Right. Which, of course, a photographer should be compensated for that. Totally. So that, I mean, it's a weird, weird deal. And I understand, like, if you're not, you know, intellectual property law is a bit arcane and has subtlety to it and whatnot. And I can certainly understand that where you would think that you own the right to your image. And you do. You do. Somebody can't profit off of your image, like put your name on the side of a, a, a billboard for a clothing ad. But you, as the subject, can't post that photo without compensating the photographer. You got to license that thing. Totally. Um, there have been a number of cases of that. Kim Kardashian, of course, almost seems like perpetually in the news, or one, at least one of the Kardashians or the Jenners, yeah. perpetually in the news for copyright appropriation. Mm-hmm. You know, Kylie and Kendall had also taken old photos, old historic photos of like, uh, Tupac and Biggie and made t-shirts without paying anyone for yeah. them and just said no it was homage uh, no it wasn't um, <laughs> they're like it's fair use yeah so like we're being creative about it no <laughs> Kim Kardashian was railing uh, last year in the summer because fan accounts were being shut down so fan like accounts fan accounts of her exactly oh got it so fans would create accounts steal photos and then post them and who knows how they're actually monetizing it. But you right. know, it's not, again, like if you want to steal a photo and put it up on your wall, that's different than when you have 2 million followers. Yeah, totally. Because then you've got an audience and a potential to make money or put it against advertising exactly. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Ariana Grande was recently uh, sued by some yep. photographer, but they settled out of court. I would imagine that a lot of these get settled out of court. Yeah, the majority, because nobody wants to go to trial for this kind of stuff. And it's way easier. You know, the photographer is always going to claim, oh, it's $100,000 of economic damage. And then they go, okay, here's a check for $10,000, be on your way, which is, you know, what they would have gotten for a good photo. I mean, I'm making up these numbers. No, no, that's, that's true. Um, what, in, the, in the face profile um, of Ron, he sold, let's see, he sold an image Oh, well, this was in the 60s. Okay, but he would sell images to the Inquirer for like $400. Okay, that's a pretty good, like one photo, 400 bucks. In the 60s. Pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. in the 60s, right? It's a lot of money. Yeah. And then he's got like eight by 10 prints that are on sale for 2,800 from like his archive. Yeah. So there, there you go. That's a high number there. I mean, I look at someone like Ariana Grande and not only is she posting photos that she doesn't own, but some of the, the, the contracts that she has photographers sign for her for her live concerts mm, where oh, you know yeah. these the, the, these artists are claiming intellectual property rights over every photo that's taken they're mm-hmm. just ridiculous terms and again i understand that you're trying to protect your image and your brand but you are also an artist yeah like come on yeah guy wants to make a couple bucks off of a photo I know. I I mean, I can only assume that like Ariana herself is not going over these, you know, these contracts. You would hope. You would hope not. And and being like, yeah, sure. Like it's her lawyers. Like it's her team that wants to make all this money. She did lick a donut. I don't know if you remember that. That iconic. (laughs) Iconic. (laughs) Honestly, like. So I don't know that she's like you know the best role model for everyone. Ellen, what? That moment was amazing. But I know what you mean. I know you. 
So we have paparazzi suing celebrities. And then the recent phenomenon, probably in the past year, is where the celebrities sue the paparazzi for various reasons. Everybody's so, just suing each other. And, and almost in, in almost like a proactive fashion. Um, so Gigi Hadid sued a photographer. Um, for what? So she, a paparazzo uh, filed for copyright infringement and then she sort of countersued. Mm. And, and the, the argument that she made in this particular case was that the photographer hadn't registered his copyright. And so it should be thrown <gasps> out. Oh my god. Which gosh. you know what? That's a totally legitimate legitimate argument. Yeah. Which says, hey, you gotta protect your copyright. And a good reminder to do that. Especially if you're a paparazzi. Yeah, yeah. It should definitely be a part of your just like everyday workflow. Yeah, or it, you know, you want to be with an agency that's helping you do that. If you're out on the street all day and you're you're shooting photos, your agency better be filing that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. It doesn't make sense. But I mean Gigi's had just kind of a terrible relationship with photographers, always posting stuff, always having these copyright infringement uh, cases against her. Um, and then recently, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. alleged in a lawsuit that paparazzi agencies are extorting him and other celebrities because they want these licensing fees. Wow. So in this case, uh, he had shared an image of himself on Instagram taken by another photographer the photographer uh, gave him notice mm-hmm. of a $40,000 demand. I don't know whether it was done in a kind of a lascivious way. Um, Did it go down in the DMs? Me- you know, I can, I can imagine. Well, that's how business is conducted. So it I wouldn't know. be that surprising, <laughs> yeah, right? Totally. I don't know whether you went through a lawyer or whatnot. <laughs> right. But, you know, if someone infringes your, your copyright, you can go for statutory damages. Like, that's your right. Mm-hmm. And... It, uh, $40,000 compared to what you could actually sue for. And I know legal fees and, and whatnot would be taken out, but it doesn't seem unreasonable. Let's let's see how many followers Odell Beckham Jr. has on uh, on the Insta. Let me guess. Odell Beckham. He, like 5 million? I think 5 million. Okay. That's a lot. Try 13 and a half million. Oh, okay. You see? Yeah, that's a lot. So 13 and a half million, 40,000. I don't know what the math is. Mm-hmm. Pennies. Pennies per view. True. So, you know, he's trying to fight. It's not a class action, but on behalf of other celebrities, he's saying paparazzi are extorting us. No, that's not really what's happening here. Yeah, no. I mean, when he says that, does he mean that they're extorting them when they're trying to sue them for posting the picture or extorting them when they're just taking their picture? He probably feels a little bit of both. Yeah. But again, it kind of goes into the ecosystem. Like you want your photo taken by paparazzi. What I don't mm. understand is why these celebrities um, and their agents don't just sign agreements with Splash News and whatnot. Where, you know, if you're going to post something, you just get a, you, 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 you pre-agree on a price based on the number of followers or you know maybe there's some rough guidelines in there Mm -hmm. just like you would for any licensing Mm -hmm. and then the check is in the mail that's a good point and would be a really smart idea for a lot of celebrities but there are i guess there are still those few that actually want their privacy alan and don't want the paparazzi documenting them Right. Well, but if you're going to go out in public, like that's unfortunately that's the society that's that the we game. live in. If you're in public yeah. and you're a celebrity, you 
I mean, if you're making millions of dollars a year, I I understand that if you're some has been from the Jersey Shore season one and you're not, you never made any coin from it. Like, oh, you who's that? Who's that girl that got kicked off after season one? You know? Yeah, but you know, she definitely wants paparazzi shots of herself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, see, yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. I'm just I'm just googling him right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what he, are you finding out? Well, the the dude back in the day signed. This is uh, in 2018, before he was traded, uh, signed a $95 million deal with the Giants. So again, if you want to post it to your Instagram, pay a couple thousand bucks. Yeah, Post definitely. once or twice a week. What's the big deal? That would be, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, that should definitely just be like everyday workflow because images are money, you know? And these paparazzi, they are hustling. They are hustling. I will say... That because of the sort of the TMZ uh, phenomenon that's been going on for probably what a decade now. Oh, I think yeah. It it feels like the paparazzi that are the video paparazzi are much more aggressive in trying to get a rise out of celebrities. Mm. Um, so you know, if there's an allegation where a celebrity is cheated on their spouse or their their significant other. They'll really get in their face. Yeah, right? because yeah, because it's they're trying like to get a, the video clip. Totally, they'll ask them that like really ridiculous question or like an uncomfortable question. It's like the news. That's what TMZ. It's it's like they're basing it off of like journalism. You know, it's like the news, but it's like celebrity BS. So I can totally understand. You know, that's happening to you every day. You're being inundated. Maybe you cheated on your significant other. Maybe you, maybe you didn't. Maybe there's you know. Something's going on in your life and you don't want to talk about it and the guy's just razzing you. Yeah. I can understand why paparazzi get punched. Yeah. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm thinking of the moment. Um, I remember it was shared like so much in the 2000s of Bjork attacking like the news media or paparazzi. I'm actually not sure which one it was, but that's iconic moment for sure. She flipped out. I live a few blocks away from... Uh, a hotel where a lot of celebrities stay. So occasionally when I'm walking around the corner, I'll see a gaggle of paparazzi. And I've always been fascinated by the gear that they have. Because, you know, when you think of a paparazzi, you think of, for me, I think of, like, you know, the, the guy with the, the telephoto lens mm-hmm. standing on, you know, a block away, hiding behind a garbage can. Like, that's probably like the Ron Galella style <laughs> paparazzi oh yeah he was like hiding in the coat closets and yeah stuff. yeah but these guys have um they'll have two or three bodies on them they'll have a gopro mounted on the hot shoe of the camera they'll have a oh. side mounted flash oh yeah they'll have a wide angle or you know a 24 to 70 zoom and then they'll have a telephoto as well they all know where they're allowed to stand you assume somebody at the hotel is sort of tipping them off when a celebrities in town or whatnot because they all show up at the same time i don't Mm. know how they know right and they all seem to get along oh that's good yeah i mean i see them always hanging out in groups of four or five like because there's obviously a lot of waiting so they might as well get along what's the point of of being (laughs) starting starting beef (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know it's competitive so once they get the shot i guess they're sprinting off and trying to transmit oh true um yeah it's just so interesting to me that how it sort of transitioned from stills into video obviously we know video is like very very potent um so you have these hyper aggressive paparazzi with their video cameras mounted to their 
regular cameras, trying mm. to get audio and video. It's just, it's sort of fascinating. We've, we've come a long way from the days of Ron Galella. We have. But, okay, so do you have a memorable paparazzi shot in your mind that, like, sticks with you? Um, you know, there's a lot of images from waiting at the checkout counter at the supermarket when I was a kid and looking at the National mm, Enquirer. Totally. Um, but I think the one that I'm sort of reminded of, the interaction between paparazzi and celebrities, is actually Princess Die. Oh, yeah. Um, because until I read the Wikipedia page, I was still under the impression that the paparazzi that were trailing her car were responsible for her death mm -hmm. because there was like a high-speed chase. Her car ran out of control uh, and Princess Di and uh, Dodi Fayed, her boyfriend at the time, were killed in that crash. Mm -hmm. And the allegation at the time was that these paparazzi on motorcycles were chasing them through a tunnel and blah, 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 and they, they caused the crash. Um, but in fact, the driver was intoxicated and had drugs in his system. Um, so, Which driver? They're the driver uh, of uh, Princess Di. Oh, wow. So the guy driving the Mercedes. Um, so I think that there's, there's situations where paparazzi, just because they're annoying, um, are sort of maligned in, in our collective memories of what paparazzi are and what they stand for. Mm -hmm. But it's not necessarily the, the case. What about you? Well, the Bjork moment that I mentioned definitely comes to mind of her, like, attacking them. Um, but more recently, like, the photos of Ben Affleck, like, looking really sad while he's got, like, a cigarette in his hand. Like, oh, yeah, Andy's on a ride at Disneyland, and he's just, like, really depressed and, like, sorry, Ben. I, I don't but, like, get the sense that funny. he's a happy guy. I don't get the sense he's a happy guy. Yeah, no, and the paparazzi has, like, accurately captured that sadness. So, yeah. Those come to mind. Well, hey, what is your favorite paparazzi photo from history? Why don't you let us know by tweeting us uh, at us at Photoshelter or leaving us a comment on the blog at blog.photoshelter.com. And even though they're annoying, I'm still going to stand up for the rights of uh, the photographer and for the paparazzi maintaining their copyright. But you guys, you got to register. Got to register. We'll see you next time. PhotoShelter is the online leader for photography websites and workflow tools. Archive, distribute, and sell your photos in a mobile-friendly, responsive website. Try one free for 14 days at photoshelter.com slash podcast. Then download one of our free educational guides at photoshelter.com slash resources.